Hello and welcome to another episode of the Attractive Life Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Trevelyan, and guys, from the bottom of my heart, can I tell you thank you so much for cruising on another podcast. We're at episode six. This is a super unique podcast because we're actually on location in Nashville, Tennessee at a seminar right now at the Grand Ole Hop- Opry Hotel. And uh, we're actually uh, just really excited to have these guys with us today, Mr. Jim Engel and Mr. Eric Kelly. What's up, boys? Good afternoon. What's up? Glad to have you. Happy to be here. This is going to be a real fun episode. Hey, before we dive into today's topic, guys, if you have not listened to episode five, the Time Machine episode, go back and listen to that. It is absolute fire. The comments we are getting from people, uh, it's, it's been a really big one to unpack, you know, using your past as learning lessons to move forward and create a beautiful future for yourself. And guys, sincerely, I, I just appreciate the comments you're, you're sending. It means the world to me. You guys have me lit on fire right now for you, just trying to provide more and do more. And with that being said, if there's anything you want to hear on an upcoming episode, just message me and we'll get going on that. So boys, today's topic came up because we're here at a conference learning, putting some growth in, investing in our, our knowledge. And that brought up the topic of you know, education and learning and growth. And so I'm so excited. This will be really your guys' show because I want to pick your brains. I'm sitting here with two people that have mentored me. Uh, Jim, you've been mentoring me for eight freaking years, man. Yeah. Hey, I've, I've had a handful of phenomenal mentors in my life, and I think it's just a pass it on type of thing. Things I've learned in my life that I can pass on to you just from, from success, from failure, trials and tribulations. And uh, I think everybody should pass it forward. I know you mentor dozens of people. So Yeah, but that's why I was so excited to have like my mentor here on this podcast and a new mentor here, Eric, sharing his wisdom with me. And so guys, like this was just real and raw for you. Just I had to pull out, you know, pull out the recorder and get this on tape for you guys because these guys have a wealth of wisdom and knowledge. And it, just last night, for example, we're sitting in our Airbnb just brainstorming until 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning just going over ideas and strategies and life and love and happiness. And that's what this podcast is all about. We're for the achievers of the world. We're not a one size fits all. You might be on here wanting to lose more weight and get more fit, but at the same time, we have the people that want to grow their business and ball out to a million bucks. We got people that want to work and save a relationship, be a better human being, be a better mother, father, love their kids more, you name it. I think growth applies. So boys, Eric, tell me about growth. How's growth been in your life, man? Oh, I think growth is is kind of the fabric of life really. So I think that uh, growth looks different uh, for different people. It's not a one size fits all kind of thing. Um, I think that people can be in the same room, like we've seen some great presenters over the last couple days, but what we take away from that as individuals is gonna be a a little bit unique to us. And that depends on where maybe we're at in the process or what area of life we're working on or what experiences we've had up to that point. And one of my favorite quotes is, no man steps in the same river twice. And the end of that quote, for both the man and the river have changed course, right? Or they've changed and evolved. And so for me, that's really what growth means is that's that, that ongoing process of evolution. And we learn from experiences. We hold on to some things we li- love. If there's things that we maybe want to change or be different, then we might need some new information mm-hmm. or new commitments or new disciplines in order to do that. But it's just an ever-evolving process. Well, I think that's that's what's cool about the people here on the podcast listening. I love you guys for being here, whether you know you got me on your, your, your AirPods or I'm in your car right now, is we do have such a growth uh, community here around the Trumpet Life Movement, right? And so everybody here wants more. Um, and I know that they, they want to give more and be more. But I think the learning is a really big deal of that. And Jim, let me ask you a question, man. Like, you know, you got somebody on here that wants to grow a business. They, they just don't know how, or they, they want to be a better mother and they're just, they feel like they're falling down. You know, they want to be a better boyfriend or husband and they just don't know. How would you encourage them to start with growth? You know, I, 
like Eric just mentioned, growth is different to everybody. No man steps in the same river twice. I've never heard that quote, but I will keep that and store that and learn from that because both the river changed and the man changed. So every day you're learning something. All three of us were at a pre uh, presentation this morning, Mr. Myron Golden. Uh, I, I took a whole bunch of rider downers that will definitely impact and change my life. Some things I knew before, some things I needed to be reminded of, and, and just some totally new stuff. So I think the first step in the process of growth is the good old fashioned, uh, what I tell my kids every single day, Keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, keep your head up, keep moving forward, do the right thing, love, give, all those things will add to your life getting better and better and better. Every day God will make sure your life gets better. You know, if you're being petty or your head is down, you're hanging your head in, in despair, we've all got stuff going wrong at all times. Right now, us three have great things going on in our lives and I'm sure that we have challenges that we're all facing right now. So I think the first step in the growth process is be ready to receive that, right? Whatever message comes Kind of like way, open your eyes and ears to, to the information going on around you. Yeah, that's what yeah. You're saying. If, you're, if you're too muddled down in your problems and your head is down, your eyes are closed, your ears are closed, you're not gonna change, you're not gonna mm -hmm. evolve. You know, be open to it. So that's the first step of the process. And then just take it in and process it, internalize it. I jotted some notes down this morning from this uh, Mr. Myron Golden I've never met. I mean, just some amazing stuff. You know, he, he brought up the fact that people always say time is money, time is money, time is money. And that just became law, that became golden. But he says, I wrote down my notes, time is not money, time is not replenishable, money is replenishable. And then he gave the example of, there's people out there that make $25,000 a year, it takes them 40 years of virtual lifetime of work to make a million dollars. And then there's just people that get impatient, that work hard, and their growth is immediate and they make a million dollars in a year. In that one year, they make as much as somebody else that makes in 40 years. That's four decades, that's a lifetime of work. I mean, I already knew numbers and principles like that, but that's pretty shocking. So growth for me, that's just a reminder of something I already knew, but didn't really think about recently. And that's very important. Another thing he said is, um, uh, you know, if you want to become financially free, you must collapse time. And he said, rich people collapse time, poor people elapse time. Now, you know, it depends on where you are in life. If you think you're rich or poor or whatever, you know, I would hope somebody that's maybe not fiscally advanced right now wouldn't take that in a negative way and say, what? I don't elapse time. Sure you do. You know, there's people. I, I think that's, I think you're hitting on something really, really core though. Yeah. I think the first point is no matter what the information is, yeah. is be willing to accept the information and yes. willing to grow. Correct. Even if you're pissed off about it. Hey, maybe that's a good thing. Right. Maybe you say, bro, I'm poor right now. I'm broke. You know, why are you picking on me? Why are you bullying me? You know, I don't elapse time. I don't, I don't waste time. Eh, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe mm -hmm. you're playing too many video games. Sure. Maybe you know you're going what, to man, sometimes the most offensive things we hear in life are the most profound truths. Amen, right? But it's always down the road, right? Like up front, you're like, oh no, screw off. Then right. two months later, you're like, damn, that was right. Yeah. I wanna punch you right yeah. now, but in two months, I'm gonna hug you because yeah. I yeah. know it was true, but yeah. I didn't wanna hear it. You're right, you're right, EK, uh, Eric, I, I call uh, Mr. EK. Eric Kelly, EK. <laughs> you're right, EK, you know, uh, it depends on how you take it. So yeah. 
But I think that's the no matter where you are. Take take it in the good vernacular. Be have your eyes open, have your ears open, have your brain open. What do they always say? A parachute doesn't open when it's or doesn't work when it's closed, and neither does a mind. If your mind is closed, you're not going to grow. And hey, I got maybe you're at a really tough place mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially. Maybe one of your family members is hurt or just got in an accident, and you're just really focused on that. Uh, I think the first thing is for us to be prepared and open. Mm -hmm. But I think knowing how bad you want something helps with the growth is what I found. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you're you, you're just dying in your core. You're just burning to lose 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. Or you, like in your heart, you know that you got to put your kid through college and that's 50,000 bucks. And you are just with this passion, mm -hmm. right? Aren't you more willing to reach out for the growth and try to learn and study everything? Right. Yeah. yeah so I think once you once you can tap into that passion, and guys, if you're listening right now, I know you have those goals, and we want to just give you some strategies right now. So buckle up. We're gonna get into some stuff right now that can really help you get where you want to go. Ek, how do you? I know you coach with a lot of people, mm -hmm. and so like everybody wants the body, right? They want the car, the house, the, that beautiful marriage. They want that relationship. You know, they want to see what they see on Instagram. How have you coached people to just encourage them to get started down that path of learning? Like, what would you say to somebody right now just trying to start out? Mm -hmm. Well, I think first and foremost, you talked about desire. The burning desire, when it gets hot enough, that'll push us to get into our uncomfortable zone. And the challenge that most of us have in life is that we're, we might be miserable in the moment, but we're comfortable, mm -hmm. right? And uh, then they say, there's an expression, misery loves company, right? Mm -hmm. So what we do is we start to commiserate with other people that are miserable and comfortable. And maybe miserable is a strong word, but, but what if you're just mediocre? Mm -hmm. What if you're just like status quo and comfortable? Like, is that enough? Because I, I've found for most people, especially that are achievement oriented, they desire something else. So now we're in this constant state of conflict mm -hmm. because my desire is this, but my current reality may, may look different mm -hmm. than that. And so now I'm waking up with a different thought process every day. There's an expression, what you focus on expands, mm -hmm. which I believe is profoundly mm -hmm. true. What you focus on expands. So if you focus on where you've been and you're weighted down with the baggage of your past sure. and what went wrong and how hard life was, well, that's what you're focusing on. You're gonna be anchored to your past. If you're focused singularly on your present circumstances, it doesn't mean we can't acknowledge it mm -hmm. because I think being present in the moment is one of the most important things that we can do in life, right? Uh, I always say life is a limited time offer, must be present to win, mm -hmm. right? So we can be present about our current circumstances, but then what we're really doing is saying, okay, well, if, if I desire to be at level 10 mm -hmm. and I feel like my life is at level four, then I need to do a gap analysis on what are the things I gotta do to get to the next six Whew. levels to get to a level 10 of life. That right there, my friends, is what we call a writer downer. <laughs> Should probably rewind the past 30 <laughs> seconds. Damn, did you just mic drop? So, Don't drop the mic though, we gotta finish the yeah, podcast. All right. so, so let's talk about the six levels. Here's where most of us get caught up. Here's where most of us get caught up, okay? Um, we say, well, I'm a level four and I wanna get to a level 10, okay? So think about this. Think, you're, think about being in a, in a building um, and there's a bunch of flights of stairs. Sure. And let's say the building is 30 stories tall. How many stories can we see up from there? Two or three or maybe four. Mm -hmm. We can kind of look up through the middle of the stairwell maybe, but it all kind of fades and gets blurry at a mm -hmm. certain point. So the challenge is if you're at level four, you can't see the opportunities, 
the challenges or, or the things that you need to do, the disciplines of playing at level eight. Mm -hmm. You can only see level five, but we're worried about what the people at level eight are doing. Mm -hmm. So we just need to focus on what do we need to do to get from level four to level five. That's true. Because once we do that, then we're gonna have the momentum and the insight and the perspective that now we can see from level five to level seven. And when we get to level seven, we can probably see all the way to level 10 because it keeps growing and expanding. So we just gotta focus on that next step and saying what's a step forward that I can take right now mm -hmm. today in the direction of my dreams and I'm gonna take that step that's my commitment is to take mm -hmm. the next step and once I've taken the step you know what my next commitment is take another step to take the next step yeah, and I think Instagram and, and Facebook kind of hurt that for us right because we see not only level 10s we see the level 100s right we see that highlight reel which it's it a is. filtered version right yeah. it's an angled fake it's a state it's a, yeah it's a it's it's a fake photo of that relationship right and we see a dream relationship or that hot girl online that it's all filters right you know you see the guy with his polished up abs he, they just freaking oiled him down to make that shot right or the guy and in the rolls royce photoshopped it yeah <laughs> the guy with the rolls royce sometimes it's a rented role you know and so i think that tends to slow us down and and i'm glad you said that because we encourage a lot of people here on the podcast to just stay in their lane right and just go step by step and so jim if somebody wanted like you consume so much reading dude you know, I hear this all the time. You're such an avid reader. Like we were talking the other night, you're like, dude, I just go to Barnes and Noble, get a coffee and read. And I think that's a trait I really respect about you and I've learned from you, but I've never been an avid reader. I dropped out of college when I was 19. I hated school, <laughs> but for some odd reason, I enjoy mm. learning right now. And so how did that start for you? Like, how would you encourage somebody who isn't a reader to start reading, somebody that doesn't study motivational stuff to start studying? Boy, it's just, just a process of deciding. I've always been a curious George, but I didn't read earlier in life either. I was a horrible student in high school, graduated literally in the bottom fourth of my class. So I've, I obviously didn't enjoy reading then. Uh, but it's just at one point in time when I decided when I went to college to become a good student and I graduated with a 4.0 GPA because I wanted to be a stockbroker, that probably started it and built the habit, just my thirst for learning. And so I'd pick up books and I'd try to see if I could get through them that day. Mm -hmm. And literally six, seven hours of reading, I'd take them to a pool side or sit in my reading chair or what have you. And it just became a habit and I became, uh, it's a bad word to use, but a, a, a knowledge whore. And I just couldn't consume enough. And, and just the more and more you learn, it's like building a skyscraper. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna know how to build a skyscraper, but if you go at it bit by bit by bit, you, over time you could figure out how to do it. So I just look at it as the bricks and the mortar and then you start to understand about different genres of your life and then that teaches you about you know something that um, you, you didn't know and then that adds on to something you did know. And, and, and my mentor, uh, Tom Murphy, about 26, 27 years ago started babysitting me and he had so many things that he taught me. Talk about growth. The biggest one, and he, he gave me hundreds of nuggets. The biggest one, the most important one, is Jim, I find out a person's happiness and their success in life are, it comes down to one letter, E. Ironically, the first letter of my name, Engel, so I, I didn't know if he was playing games with me. And he said, what's their E versus E? And I said, I have no clue what you're talking about. And he said, you'll find when you watch people, are they entertainment people? Are they education people? Hmm. Your entertainment people that always wanna to go to all the movies, read all the books, do all the Netflix, they're gonna be your lowest net worth, lowest IQ people out there. And I thought, wow, that's kinda of harsh. Mm -hmm. And he said, your highest education people are gonna be financially free, they're gonna be the most educated, they read the most books, the number one predictor of IQ is how much you read. 
I thought, well, that's pretty simple. If I want to be high IQ, high income earner, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and read more. Mm -hmm. But he said, here's Jim, the ironic, shitty part about it. In the end, the E versus E, the entertainment versus the education, the person that believes in education does it, gets educated, makes a ton of money, and ends up going to all the movies they want, all the vacations they want. And I think of a gentleman that all three of us know is a living example of education. The only person I've seen that reads as voraciously as me is, is Brett Tanner. Now this guy, you guys know him, you have friends with him on Facebook. He goes on more vacations than anybody else I know and legit two week vacations mm -hmm. with his three kids and wife. He goes to every movie, everything, but he did it because he focused on education first and reading and putting in the work and that allowed him to have as much entertainment as he wanted. And the perverse difference is, we all know those people, they gotta see every single movie the night it comes out. They're there at midnight at the release. They wanna read every book, every People magazine. Entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. They can't get entertained enough. They traditionally, it sounds really harsh, but have the lowest net worth, the least amount of free time available, and they have to go to a first job, second job, third job, just to get free enough to then consume more entertainment. So if you start the E versus E, and boy, it's a harsh reality, because since he taught me that two and a half decades mm -hmm. ago, I've watched that, and boy, there's people I wanna tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, dude, cut down on your entertainment and get some more education, and get free because they're just on that, you know, it's that uh, gerbil on the little wheel. They mm -hmm. spin and just keep running and running and running. And it's a perverse thing, right? So well, I've had people e versus call e. me. The, the, the education is so much fun anyway, yeah. but it's going to give you that time to do the entertainment. Dude, I had a couple of people call me recently that, hey man, you know, as, as I'm coaching them, I want to make more money. I just, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. <laughs> I said, didn't I just watch you bragging about binge watching some Netflix show on Facebook yeah. yesterday? Oh, yeah. So you have the time. It's not a priority, but I think making it a priority it reminds me of the quote jim Rohn: go to work harder on yourself than you yeah. will on your career yeah. you know you put garbage in get garbage out here's you put good in you get good out entertainment's become a, become an obsession in our society and so so entertainment fulfills two two purposes right um it, it can bring us joy and happiness and engagement yeah uh if it's something that we do um in a limited supply right like consume with moderation or consume with intention right for the purpose of just kind of tuning out but what happens is if people aren't really satisfied with their life, if there's that gap that we were talking about, like here's what I desire, but here's my current reality, then what starts to happen is this is a way for me to just like tune out. Escape, Because right? they're escaping a life that they don't want to be mm -hmm. in. So those two E's, if you pick the education one, that leads to the other two E's, which is enthusiasm and energy. And people that are enthusiastic and excited about life are because they're learning and growing. Yeah. And if we're going to go give a presentation on something or we're going to go do something in our business and we're educated about it, then we bring a different sense of confidence. When yeah. we bring a different sense of confidence, we have a different level of results. When we have different level of results, our energy goes up because mm -hmm. we're excited about what we're doing and guess what energy feeds you were talking about money mm -hmm. and wealth mm -hmm. what do we call money what's another word for money currency mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. what do we call electric current mm -hmm. that powers everything it's all True. tied together in energy it's all about the energy man yeah. True. so, so unless you're getting educated and you're into what you're doing and you're excited yeah. about what you're doing yeah. then the energy's not there which is what drives the currency which is what builds the wealth True. True, very true. Trying for hey, life crew. That's some good stuff right there, man. Amen. Hey, and don't get me wrong. I, I love Netflix, yeah. right? And, yeah, And, and I'm absolutely. not a millennial anymore. I'm not young anymore. I'm 50, yeah. right? So I, I will binge watch Netflix, but, uh, you know, and I'm saying I'm better or worse than anybody mm -hmm. else, but I will 
watch five ep episodes of uh, you know Bosch or whatever series I'm watching on Netflix, but it's usually a Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. Right after I've worked all day or been out with my wife and kids or friends or family or doing what have you or work or bringing in income, and then I'll take that time. Well, hey, if I'm gonna binge watch Netflix, it's gonna be on off time or downtime, or I'm gonna eat up some of my sleep mm -hmm. time, what have you. And and I just think that makes more sense. Put put in the work first, right? That old adage, yeah. uh, you know, you open a bank account and you ask them if you can withdraw five hundred dollars mm -hmm. or five grand, and they say, um, sir, you just open the account. You have to put deposits in first before you withdraw. No, I just like five grand first. Yeah. You know, same thing with work. You know, you got to put in the deposits. You got to do the time. You got to do the education and the work first. And then you can take out the withdrawals, sure. which is the entertainment, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Go to those movies. Go to Disneyland. Go to Disney World. You know, uh, go up north skiing. Whatever you want to do. Whatever your payoff is for the work. And you enjoy the work. But the, hustle to get there. Yeah, you, but you enjoy that vacation ten times more when you've worked hard, you bust your ass, you've made the money mm -hmm. versus you taking your last $800 to go to Disneyland and your, your bank balance is gonna go to zero, but you just need it, like Eric said earlier, just to kind of numb yourself and get away and escape. Oh, I deserve it, I need it. I, I, my batteries are on empty. I just need to go on this Disney trip just to charge my batteries, just to get back home and go back to work again. You know, and it's collapsing time, it's yeah. collapsing time. Yeah, you're conditioning yourself in a bad way, mm -hmm. right? It's it's kids. Kids will take attention no matter which way they can get it, whether it's positive attention. And if they get straight A's and they read their schoolwork and do their homework and comb their hair and brush their teeth and do all the right things, if they don't get attention from their parents, then they do what? They start doing shitty things. Yeah. Start doing the drinking, the smoking, the sexing, the and whatever they can do to get attention. Even if it's negative attention, mm -hmm. they're getting attention. So uh, you know, just dig down and put in the work first. No matter where you are in life, if you're not where you want to be, I don't want to curse on this podcast. You're, oh, but, trust me, there's many F-bombs Nicky T's dropped on here. But <laughs> shut the F up and get back to work. Put the work in first, even if you're sad. Wipe your freaking tears off, pull your big boy panties up, and get back to and work. go learn. Go work learn, get yourself. some stuff. Yeah. Work on yourself. And, yeah. and, and then it's going to come from a place of happy, healthy, wealthy, right. and you did it to make things better, and it's just a better outcome than the, than the negative attention. Yeah. So Triumph for Life podcast listeners, right now, I am calling you out on a challenge, okay? Because a lot of us don't know how to start this growth process, right? And as you were talking about the books that you shred through, you have somebody listening, like right now, I would rather have been at the dentist than like physically <laughs> hold a book, right? But for me, I love listening to audiobooks. I wanna put in a book and run on a treadmill, right? Maybe you wanna do that and drive in the car and listen to a tape. I listen to a lot of podcasts on road trips, right? I do read on my iPhone a lot, but it doesn't have to be a one size fits all. You could watch YouTube inspirational videos or how-to videos, right? Mm -hmm. Here all the time, Nick, I wanna, I wanna be really good and like, I wanna learn how to, how to build websites. Then watch a video. And so guys, I'm encouraging you right now, and here's my challenge. Do something of growth 30 minutes a day. As simple as that might seem, you're like, well, what, what? A lot of people don't understand that if you start with 30 minutes a day, maybe it's your spirituality in the morning, wanna read 30 minutes inspiration, right? I read in the mornings a lot to kind of get my day going. Uh, I have a lot of inspirational videos in the mornings, and I read at night or listen to you know, podcasts at night but really only 30 minutes a day. If you could book in your day, if you're laying there on the couch at night, instead of watching Dancing with the Stars or The Bachelor, get on your phone and learn how to be more fit. If you want a better relationship with your, with your spouse, what if you two read the five love languages together as a unit and as a team for 30 minutes a night? Where would that blossom to over 30, 60, 90 days? And it might sound small, 30 minutes a day, which we all have, 
we have 1,440 minutes in those day. All I'm asking you to give is 30 minutes to something that you genuinely are saying right now that I love and I want and I'm committing to. Like really hear me out on this. The guy that's in business that says, I wanna make more money. If he legitimately just sat down for 30 minutes and studied marketing or sales or money, right? But we get too busy, it's an afterthought. But you just said you wanted it so bad and by 30 minutes a day, dude, how much more would you know over time? I started a chapter a day challenge. And honestly, a chapter a day is legitimately a book a week sometimes, a book every two weeks, depending on the book. If you did 30 minutes of an inspirational podcast, and it doesn't have to be this one, guys, I encourage you, listen to everybody else out there, get that stuff, 30 minutes a day. Most podcast episodes are really 30, 45 minutes. That's your commute to work, right? But if you went 30 minutes to study fitness or study a new diet, where would you be in 30, 60 days? And that's what we're about here at The Trumpet Life, guys, is I encourage people to get started because once you get started, now you have that momentum and now you're studying relationships and you're starting to have a bond with your lady. And then in 30 days, that might build up to where we're at, right? That builds up to a marriage counseling session or a you know, marriage seminar or with fitness, it builds up to studying the newest diets and being, a, 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 um, being there, but it only started by you reading your first book or you know, listening to your first podcast. Yeah. So guys, growth episode, any final thoughts? Okay. Uh, words of wisdom I like just start and, and mm. I make it make the commitment to consistency don't make the commitment to doing it perfectly mm -hmm. okay because you'll you'll gain as much confidence from following through today and having success as you will from following through today and getting knocked on your ass and getting back up and in that experience you'll probably learn a little bit more and you will probably gain even a little bit more confidence mm -hmm. but making the commitment to consistency is the way to win Get up and do whatever the best is you can do that day. Some days you're going to be brilliant. Some days you're going to suck. But if you do it every single day, you're going to get better. See, it's funny you say that. My biggest misconception was I had to be, you know, at night reading for two hours. And dude, I, I felt like crap. Like, I worked all day. I worked out. Like, I, 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 don't, I can't hold my eyes open. And so I was beating myself up because of that. Yeah. That's where my one chapter a night came from. Dude, it's like literally 15 minutes sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. If you got in 30 minutes, you're two, three, four chapters, right? After two or three chapters, sometimes your brain is just beaming with energy, right? Mm -hmm. So, any final thoughts? The biggest thing is change the rules of the game. If you're, you know, I ask people, do you read? No, I haven't read a book in 30 years. Why not? Puts me to sleep right away. Or I'm so bored. Or I don't ever have time when I'm just sitting there or you know, I get library books and I can't take notes in them so I don't read them. Change the rules of the game. One thing that I learned to do, gosh, maybe a decade ago, nobody taught me, I don't know where I came up with it. I like highlighting and, and scribbling notes in the book and I, I don't, I'm a perfectionist and an OCD guy so I don't like to always do that to books or if you have library books. So I got to the point where I'd buy a new book and if I knew I really wanted to study it and learn it, it was something mm -hmm. to, with business or what have you, I go to FedEx Kinko's, I had the binding cut off, they charge you like 60 cents, wonk, they hit it with this big blade, they cut it off, and then I three-hole punch that book, or I send it through my copier scanner, and uh, I print it out, and I put it in a three-ring binder. And then I can sit it on my lap, I got my little reading light that, that I can shine on it that's super bright, so I don't fall asleep, because I used to do that, mm -hmm. read three, four pages, you guys have seen me do that at this seminar, mm -hmm. in fact, right? So I put this bright light on it, a clip-on light, super bright, and I got my yellow and green and orange highlighter and my red pen and my blue pen, and I'm taking notes in there. So, you know, change the rules of the game. And I think or, do, what, do what's easy for you, right? Find your modality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you work out a lot. All these fitness gyms have 
treadmills, bikes, ellipticals that have a spot right there with a ledge where you can put a book. Bring two binder clips, clip the corners of that books down at the at the corners of the thing, and go read five or eight or ten. Or get pages. the damn book on, get it on audio and listen to there it for that. So I got a funny story go. for you guys about that. So as you guys know, I recently lived in San Diego. So I get up there, um, I didn't plan to bring my whole life with me. And so I get I get up there and I wanted to start just learning and growing for the year, right? I was like, dude, I gotta tear through a book a week, book a week, book a week, right? And I go, shit, I don't have any books. And I was like, well, what books do I want? The books I already have back home. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna send my assistant over to mail them out. And I was like, I'm not gonna go to the bookstore and buy another hundred bucks. I go, you idiot, they have books on your phone. Right. So I literally bought the book. And for me now, I will not hold a physical book. I don't mm. like it, it's too yeah. bulky. And now I have you know, thousands of books on my phone. I can just swipe and scroll as I'm laying in bed with night, uh, at night with my dog on my lap. Yeah. And so I think people get paralyzed by that because yes. they try to find the right thing. So if you like YouTube videos, Watch YouTube videos. Yes. If you like podcasts, listen to podcasts. If you want apps, get apps. If you want to read, read. But do something for 30 minutes a day. Yeah, it's all out there. That's a great point you make. Rules of the game. I'm studying a new industry as of nine months ago. Decided to get into solar. I started watching YouTube videos and I'd save them in a file folder. I don't know how many of them I've watched. I've lost count. But I did, I did save 1,650 solar YouTube videos into a folder. Now some of them are two minutes long, seven minutes, some are an hour, hour and a half, everything to do solar. And you know, you forget what's out there on YouTube, mm -hmm. what you can learn from. You can learn how to be a knee surgeon on YouTube now. There is everything out there. So yeah, change the rules of the game. Make it fit your life. Go Dude, to the beach and read, yeah. you know. If you pipe in motivation on YouTube, uh -huh. show me what pops up. Oh, speaking of which listeners, quick Nick tip for you. My favorite app is an app called Motivate mm -hmm. and you get five inspirational videos a day. They're about three to five minutes long. And so my morning routine, just so you guys are aware, I believe in the 30 minutes a day. That's what I do. I go on a 25 to 30 minute walk slash jog with my dog and I get in my five videos every single morning. Wow. And then the good ones you get to save and share for later. So that's a quick last tip for you guys. So uh, I leave every podcast with this, guys. How would you feel in 30 days if you started today? How would you honestly feel mm -hmm. in 30 days if you started today, if you and your lady legitimately started listening to a couple's podcast together? or if you started learning about keto diets or paleo diets or whatever that is, how would you feel about that if you started learning marketing or learning scripting or video production? Whatever that is in your world, those are your goals and those are beautiful goals and I am here to help you, support you, and do anything I possibly do in my power uh, to help you get where you wanna go. And so guys, if you liked today's episode, do me a favor, hit a like, hit a love, and share it with somebody that needs to hear this message. All of us have somebody in our lives right now that needs to hear this message that has been bitching about not making enough money, bitching about not being fit, it may be a relationship that, that needs some work right there. Guys, everything good in this life I have found takes a whole lot of work, but that's the sweet stuff. Because if you can invest the 30 minutes to an hour in a day in that growth, that's where you're gonna be in the next six months, nine months, 12 months, 24 months, and that's that lifestyle moving forward. So guys, episode six of the Triumphant Life Podcast. I love you. We'll see you on the next. Later. Remember.